What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of That Won't Preach. I'm Paul T. Johnson, and I'm excited to answer a very important question today. What is truth? Before I get into that, I want to thank you for listening and encourage you to share this podcast with a friend or coworker who would be impacted by gospel truth. Please write a review and rate this podcast and be sure to check out my website, paultjohnson.org, for more information. What is truth? I'm coming today from John 18, and I want to discuss a very interesting conversation between Jesus and a Roman governor named Pontius Pilate. At this point in the story of John's gospel, Jesus has been captured and is in custody after one of his 12 disciples, Judas, betrays him for 30 pieces of silver, and he gives him a kiss on the cheek to signify the one whom he's betraying. And the Jewish high priests want to put Jesus to death so they can accuse him before Pilate, who at first wants nothing to do with the commotion surrounding Jesus. Pilate told them to put Jesus on trial according to their own Jewish laws, but the Jews weren't permitted to put anyone to death by the law of Moses, so they persisted in falsely accusing Jesus of many things he didn't say and didn't do. So Pilate asked, Jesus here in John 18 straight up, are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus responds in verse 36 saying, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then my servants would be fighting that I might not be delivered up to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not of this realm. Pilate therefore said to him, so you are a king. Jesus answered, you say correctly that I am a king. For this I have been born and for this I have come into the world to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Pilate said to Jesus, what is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again to the Jews and said to them, I find no guilt in him. So Pilate asks Jesus this incredible question that Jesus seemingly doesn't get a chance to answer. What is truth? I want to tell you that our answer to this question defines our very existence. The world right now says truth is relative. It's subject to change. Truth is really whatever you want it to be or need it to be in the moment. Or maybe you've even heard people say, live your truth. The problem is they've completely failed to define truth at all. And what if your truth in all reality is a lie and is false? Do you still want to live your truth? So Jesus here says he came into the world to bear witness of the truth and said, everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. So this is why being a Christian and a coward doesn't work because God calls us to live in truth, to speak the truth 
and stand for righteousness. We are literally to hear the voice of the Lord because we are of the truth. So we're called as Christians to be truth lovers and truth tellers. But listen, the truth comes with a price tag. And unfortunately, many people back down because they're not willing to pay the price. Paul actually asked the Galatian church in chapter 4, verse 16, have I become your enemy by telling you the truth? I believe the answer is yes. You will make enemies by telling people the truth and not backing down. The truth is not how you get popular. This is why we've called this podcast That Won't Preach. It's dedicated to unpopular truth that people need to hear because in this current culture, truth has become relative and it ceased to be the truth at all. It's actually pure deception. So the erosion of truth in our culture has led us into utter depravity and perversion. We have men thinking they are women and women thinking they are men because they feel a certain way. And if you don't accept this insanity, you're going to be labeled, accused, condemned. You're going to get fired from your job. Nothing is safe. But truth is not subject to our feelings. Truth is not moved by culture or by opinion, no matter how great the pressure gets, truth is truth and it's not subject to our feelings. So the world even would say, you need to be more open-minded. I can just hear the response to what I just said. Paul, you need to be more open-minded. You sound bigoted. You sound closed off. No, God doesn't want us to be open-minded. I want to tell you something about Jesus. He was not open-minded. He was heavenly-minded. He was busy doing the will of God, not entertaining the foolish reasonings of men. God does not want us to be open-minded about many, many things. God wants us to be convicted of and convinced of the truth of the gospel and standing on the word of God. Is it any any wonder why the church, especially in America, is in the state that she is because we have even abandoned the truth of the word of God. Sometimes you can hear more jokes in a sermon than you can scripture because we've made a departure from the written word of God, which is the inspired self-revelation of who God is. It is truth. We need the light of the truth of the scriptures in our lives lest we turn to feelings and opinion. There is absolute truth and it's in the word of God and we need to heed the word of the Lord and God's character as revealed in scripture because the minute that you give people an inch, they will take a mile and the devil will help them take a mile. We cannot back down in this hour from believing and standing on the word of God as truth. So when I'm talking about being open-minded, let me clarify. There are some things I'll listen to, a different perspective of, uh, uh, thoughts that somebody has, and I enjoy the wrestle that a different perspective may bring. However, there are many, many things I will not entertain. They're not up for debate. I don't have an open mind about them and I never will. Let me give you some examples. Abortion is murder. 
Period. I don't care what the situation is. The answer is not to kill a child. It's not to stick a pair of forceps around the head of a baby and crush it and pull it out of the womb limb by limb. And we have people who are celebrating and defending the shedding of innocent blood and the murder of babies. I will not be open-minded because life is valuable, because life begins at conception. Babies are alive. They have heartbeats at 18 days after conception. It's a living being. We have people who care more about wildlife, about turtles and whales than they do about human beings. My God, this is not a debate. Abortion is murder. Another example would be those on the fence, quote unquote, the fence. They perish to be undecided about Jesus Christ is to reject Christ. Either he is Lord or he is not. You must make a decision. Is Jesus the son of God and are you called to live a life worthy of him or will you reject him with your words and with your actions? This is not popular but this is the truth because the truth by its very nature is exclusive. 2 plus 2 equals 4. We have a culture that wants to say 2 plus 2 actually equals 3 or 5 or 3 and a half or 4 and a half. No, it's 4 because truth by its very nature is exclusive. If things are true, then things are also false. When truth becomes relative, it's no longer truth. It is deception. Let me read you a quote from my book, Fight the Good Fight. It's a 40-day devotional dedicated to Paul's instructions to his son Timothy, where he tells him specifically to do these things and not do these things. I write here, beware of lukewarm living in this comfortable age. The judgment of Christ's coming to earth is that you are either for him or against him. There is no middle ground with a holy and righteous God. Jesus rebuked the church in Laodicea saying, I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish that you were cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. The Lord Jesus vomits the lukewarm out of his mouth in disgust in Revelation 3, 15 and 16. Jesus wants you either all in or all out. If you want to get right with God, you must get real with him first. He will not tolerate or accept willful disobedience and compromise. James 4.17 says to the one who knows the right thing to do and does not do it, to him it is sin. We will all be righteously judged by our response to the truth. So what did you do with what you know? If you want to hear more of that, you can check out my book, Fight the Good Fight. It's available for purchase on my website, paultjohnson.org. I want to encourage you, do not be ashamed of truth. Truth is what sets people free, and we need to be setting people free into the light of the truth. Jesus said in John 8, 32, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. I want to make a comment that may surprise you. 
what I've said earlier is not hard truth. Actually, I would suggest there's no such thing as hard truth. Jesus didn't say, I'm the way, the hard truth, and the easy life. It's not truth that's hard, but it's the hearts of sinful people that are hard. How many times in the scriptures did God plead with his people, do not harden your hearts? And he said, listen to my voice. Truth is simply hard to hear because we're arrogant, stubborn people who refuse to truly change without the help of Christ. I would suggest there's no such thing as hard truth, but there are hard hearts that have been hardened by lies and deception who will not respond to the truth of God's word, and yet he calls us to stand on it and to proclaim it boldly and not be ashamed. So going back to John 14, 6, where Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Again, you see here that truth is exclusive. Jesus is God, and he's the only way to heaven. All of those outside of Christ will perish in hell forever. Now, this is powerful because here we see that truth is so much more than a concept or an idea. Truth is a person. Person, and that person is Jesus Christ. He said, I am am the truth. He also said in John 6 55, my flesh is true food and my blood is true drink. Yet Jesus didn't merely make true statements. He himself is the fulfillment and embodiment of truth. And let's remember that the truth himself got crucified. The truth of God, his ways have been unpopular since the garden of Eden. Man is in rebellion against God's truth and sticking his finger in God's eye because the truth is offensive to those who do not want to hear it. But we are called as the people of God to live in the light of his truth and not be ashamed of it because to be ashamed of truth is to be ashamed of Jesus Christ himself. So without the light and truth of Jesus, Jesus, mankind is completely lost and perpetually wandering in unending darkness and despair. We need the truth of Jesus at this time in our culture and in our lives. I want to finish with a final thought from Psalm 51.6, where David acknowledges a powerful reality about God. Listen to what he says, Behold, you desire truth in the innermost being. Some translations say in the inward parts. God desires truth in the innermost being. If you're listening today and you are living a lie, if you have believed the lies of the devil, the lies of our culture, I want to urge you right now to repent, to call on Jesus Christ who is the truth. Make him
him the Lord of your life today. Put your faith and your trust in him to save you and make you a new creation in him with new desires, with a new heart and a new mind that the old things have passed away. God can do this for you. Let's bring our secrets into the light. Let truth reign in your life. Live with a clean conscience where you're not bothered and you're not worried about people finding out who you really are. You will not regret living in the light of God's truth. I urge you, friends, stop running from the God who made you, the God who knows you, the Father who loves you and wants you to walk in his ways. Believe the truth today and the truth will surely set you free. So what is truth? I hope I've answered that question for you today and provoked some inspired thoughts in you that get you thinking, that get you praying. Thank you so much for listening to That Won't Preach. Who in your life needs to hear the truth of the gospel? Do not be a coward. Be courageous with the truth. Go share it with them before it's too late. And tell a friend who loves truth about That Won't Preach. Be sure you subscribe, review, and rate this podcast and Don't forget to check out paultjohnson.org as well. Let's make a difference today and stand for truth.